This is Secrets to Win Big, your roadmap to sustained growth. Brought to you by Arjun Sen, founder and CEO of Zen Mango, top brand growth driver and a former Fortune 500 executive who has been called one of the most marketing intelligent minds in the business. Find him at zenmango.com. And now, here's your host, Arjun Sen. Welcome to Secrets to Win Big with Arjun Sen. Hi, this is Arjun. And in these conversations, I have the best seat in the house because I get to have incredible, awesome conversations with leaders from all walks of life from all over the world. And they talk about their big wins. The reason all walks of life is very important because for each one of us, our starting points are different, our destinations are different, and even our choice of paths are different. And that's the reason these nuggets from these leaders are fascinating. And winning big is something which is really cool because winning is fun, don't get me wrong, but winning big puts us individuals and businesses on the path to win big. Now today, I am extra excited about having this incredible conversation with this fascinating person who puts franchises and businesses, tons of them, on the path to win big. And it's my pleasure and honor to welcome my VIP guest, Katrina Mitchell. Katrina Mitchell founded Franchisee Speakers in 2008 with a mission to help franchisors find the right speakers. As a successful franchisee herself, Katrina experienced firsthand both energizing and compelling events, and some that left her feeling disengaged and disheartened. Franchise Speakers was launched with a singular focus of helping franchisors find the perfect speakers to reignite, re-energize, educate, and inspire their franchisees. Being a natural connector, Katrina has been happily hunting down perfect matches for franchise speakers, many clients ever since. When not busy matchmaking, Katrina loves to ski, bike, paddleboard, and hike with franchise speaker CFO, CFO stands for Chief Fun Officer Cecil Roy, a sweet, fun-loving Australian shepherd. Other passions include dancing, knitting, playing the harmonium, reading, and exercising on Zoom with her 85-year-old mom. Wow. A major big shout out to you, ma'am, and we are really proud of your daughter, Katrina, who makes us look smart every day. Katrina, Welcome to Secrets to Win Big. Thank you so much, Arjun. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, so Katrina, I just want to start at the very beginning. You know, we all know a lot of speakers bureaus. They all start in the business of being a speaker bureau. Then they try to find their niche. Then they change their niche and they change their niche again. You started totally the other way around. You were a franchisee, you felt the pain point, you started to add value to franchisees and then chose how to do it. What is the origin of your passion to wake up every morning to help franchisees around the world? Well, thank you, it's a great question. I, I think when the best answer is how I explain what we do to new team members that join franchise speakers. And that is we get to influence and help 
hundreds and of thousands of business owners be more successful, whatever that means, whether it's a higher profitability or less stress or more time with families, there's lots and lots of def definitions of, of success. And so I, I really think about how we serve in the world. What's the end result? It's not what we do. We don't book speakers. We help business owners achieve success. You know, that's fascinating. I was talking to a friend of mine this morning. She's the CMO of a franchise organization. And when I asked her and talked to her about you, she was very excited because she said, I would love to have a franchisee help me recruit my next speakers. And then she explained to me that the right speaker levels up the entire organization forever. And I really was thinking that she and you must connect because she was talking about you and only you. This is really fascinating. So I want to go back to your days as a franchisee yourself. What did that part of the adventure teach you to put you on the path to add more value to franchisees? Great question. So as a franchisee, I would go to our annual convention and sometimes the presenters would hit the mark and sometimes they wouldn't. And there were times that I actually, as a franchisee felt uh, almost insulted that the person that was at the front of the room didn't understand our business model, didn't understand the franchise relationship, did not understand that we were owner operators out in the field, it just didn't have a real connection. And so when it was time to sell my franchise and I was looking for something to do, I thought this is, this is something that would be meaningful to other franchise owners. So I want to understand a little bit about the word owner operator. You know, many a time we truly do not see the big potential of what franchises do. These micro entrepreneurs who are the backbone of this country. So when we talk to a franchisee in any capacity as a friend or as a partner, what should we understand and know or ask any franchisee? Hmm. Well, um, I think there's different models. So with, we've got the franchise model and then within franchising, there are different models. And so in the model that I was working in, we were really to use your terminology, micro business owners. We, because what we were uh, licensed to present was intellectual property, we were not allowed to hire other people to work with us to hmm. do the training. I could have hired people to do administrative functions or marketing functions, but really the execution of the product of the service was only allowed by the actual franchisee in our model. So um, I'm not sure if that answered your question. No, it does, it does, Okay. absolutely. And so, you know, to me, as you're talking about the passion and understanding franchisees, it takes me back to Papa John's days when I was running marketing operations and John had a very simple concept and John is John Schnatter, the founder of Papa John's. He felt if franchises don't make money, Papa John's should not make money. Right. And that was so 
important. And that's the reason he made sure that he did not take money from different pockets of franchisees. Everything was at cost and he only took royalty. And if you were a franchisee and you were not projected, making the projected amount, John would call you and said, so Katrina, why are you not making money? What can I do? Can I send you the, my marketing guy, an operations guy and defer your payments for royalties so you can invest? And that becomes really cool. So the question is, you wanted to help franchisees. You found a niche. What made you choose starting a speakers bureau? Yeah, this is a great question. Uh, there's a parable that I think many people are familiar with, Arjun, about a flood coming and a guy was sent a, a canoe and they said, get in the canoe, we'll save you. He said, no, no, God will save me. And he just kept escalating until ultimately the uh, a helicopter came and they said, grab the rope. And he said, no, no, God will save me. And he drowned. He went to heaven and he said, God, why didn't you save me? And God said, I sent you a rowboat and a canoe and a four wheel drive and a helicopter and you didn't take any of those. And so for me, it was a little bit like that, that every day when it was time to sell my franchise, every day I would say, what are my next steps? What can I do to serve? What's significant? And I would get random people calling me and asking me to represent them as a speaker. And I would say, no, I don't do that. Until one day within, or one three-day period, I had four people contact me randomly. And I thought, well, maybe I keep asking the question and I keep getting the answer, but I'm not paying attention. Maybe I should pay attention to this. So, so that's what influenced me to, to do it. And um, I, had, I had no experience, no experience in working as a speakers bureau. I am still learning to this day, 13 years later, speakers would help me, uh, other agents would help me, uh, just, you know, such a friendly community, both franchising and in the speaking world. And, and so I just got to, I get a lot of support and I continue to get a lot of support. I want to take you back to a day in July, 2016. And, you know, you are being very humble, but I want to bring to the whole world something big you did that day. And I was just getting into the corporate, uh, into the speaker world. And I sent an email to the Katrina Mitchell that I want to be in the speaking business. You just like any other speakers bureau could have done one of two things. You could have either ignored me or you could have sent a polite auto robo email back by saying, yes, Arjun, if we need you, we'll call you back. But Katrina Mitchell didn't do either one. She sent me a long email showcasing what all I needed to do to be successful in the speaking business. You even went to the details of the importance of finding the right speaking coach. You even told me to do it seriously, what kind of coach to look for. And what I just feel that that day, you could have got me a speaking gig, I would have made a few dollars. But you changed my life in a bigger way, because you put me on the path to speak bigger and better. So I really wanted to bring this in front to show that, of course, I feel special, it's all about me, but I'm not. 
this is Katrina Mitchell doing this for every origin of the world. And I really feel for a budding speaker, getting that input from a seasonal North Star like you is truly appreciated. So I really want to take this opportunity for thanking you for doing this to me and everyone else. So. You're so welcome. It's my absolute pleasure. So now let's go back to franchisees. Okay. I was looking at some statistics before based on Statista. US has nearly 800,000. 0.8 million franchisees accounting for 10% of all business. It's a lot of them. So a lot of these franchisees are single unit franchisees. As we talked earlier, micro entrepreneurs who wake up with a dream and make America amazing. What are some common needs for most franchisees? So if any one of us, not just speakers, anything service that we offer, we really must be sensitive to these needs of franchisees. So I, I describe what we do as providing uh, a business toolkit. Mm -hmm. So I think that all of us as franchisees come to the market with different inherent skill sets. So either from a previous career or some, some exposure, some experience. I, for example, had a lot of experience in sales and marketing before I bought my franchise. So that was easy for me. And I had other franchisee colleagues that that was very, very hard for. And they were always asking me for support and input in that area. Financial acumen was harder for me. And for other franchisees, that was very, they were very fluid in that area. So what, what we are always looking for are, is business tool training, whether that's customer service or marketing or leading teams, financial acumen. But we also, I'm personally very passionate about per, uh, personal growth and, and development and personal accountability. So I'm very interested in helping franchise organizations with, with education, with speakers and trainers that might be mindset, resiliency, uh, happiness, um, stress, well-being. So lots of so things on the on the business development, but also on the personal development. Like how can we help each other improve as humans? Love that. How can we help each other help as humans? That's that's huge. So let's build on a little bit more on the franchisee franchisor relationships. And you know, from outside, many a time we hear so many articles. I think which is sometimes you know to sensationalize that franchisee franchise relationship in most companies is not very good. And especially we know that they have to work together for a big win. What can these guys do, a franchisee franchise or to be aligned a little better? Hmm. Okay, that's a great question. I would say number one is transparency. And number two is, is open, kind communication. Brilliant. I just want to add something there is, I was working with a client on a consulting project and their franchise advisory board who would pay me, wanted to talk to 10 franchisees I worked with in the past. And the CEO of the company also came from Papa John's 
So he said, I know the franchisees to talk to. Can I choose any franchises? I said, absolutely, go ahead, man. And then when I got the project, they said, do you know nine out of 10 people used one word to describe you? And I was worried. I was very worried. Nine out of 10 means I'm either did good or I really messed up. They said the word was trust. Mm-hmm. And the 10th person, I was very curious what he said. He said about accountability. And you know, that was a big learning after that for me to reflect back is anywhere with any franchisee. The number one is trust. Trust is the bridge. If you and I have a trust that you know that if you throw the ball, Arjun will be there. Like if you're going out of business and my job is to send follow-up emails to four of your clients. You know very well if internet is down, Arjun will travel, drive his car to get the message there. And that is trust. And I really feel that based on what we were talking about is adding the trust to that is so important because once there's trust, everything else falls in place. Yes. I want to push you a little bit on winning big. You know, when you are helping franchisees, you don't help them just to get to the next level. You talked about not just the business success, the human success, you're always aiming to make them long-term winners. How do you define win big in your world? It's a great question. <clears throat> Excuse me, and I, I really appreciate it. I've thought a lot about it. And I think winning big is certainly the financial metrics that we're all looking at, but also quality of life and quality, the amount of time and the quality of time that we get to invest with people we love. Wow. That's winning big to me. And, you know, what you hit is wealth is different for different people, but each one of us have the same 24 hours in a day. And you making an impact on how we can maximize time and feel good about it is really priceless. So I want to get a little personal. And a few years back, you went through some very serious health challenges. And it freaked us all out because there's a lot of love that you have earned from everyone in the industry and from friends and rest of us. And we are all very grateful and fortunate and feel blessed that now you're back stronger than ever. We are grateful and happy to see you leading franchisees to the higher levels. So here's a personal question. How did overcoming the health challenge change you, make you stronger? Well, I think the answer to your to your last question about what defines success, I think that became super clear uh, through the process. It was uh, four years and two different uh, cancer diagnoses, and it it just it just crystallized for me what is really meaningful in my life, and it sounds a little bit cliche, Arjun, because people say, well, they get a a life-threatening diagnosis and everything shifts for them, but indeed it does. I don't take things as seriously as I did before. I'm not as, as, uh, I don't get as wound up about business, you know, uh, uh, events, good or bad. I, 
you know, it's, it really is quality time with people I love and the joy factor. How do we bring joy and, and play and fun into every day? You know, at this point, if I have to name this episode, I think a front runner would be bringing joy to franchisees. Yeah, you, you I think something so much more than just business success. Don't get me wrong, you bring business success, but there's a lot more. So I love that. Absolutely. That joy is so powerful. So let me ask you a fun question. Okay. If you could go back in time and meet Katrina just graduating from high school, a lot of energy, what would be one thing you would tell, tell that amazing kiddo? Uh, start sooner. Um, start as soon as you can. Take a chance. Take a risk. Uh, create something when you have the youth and the, the endless energy and the that that drive. I started this business when I was in my mid forties, and you know, running a business, starting a business from scratch. And being an entrepreneur is a challenge and it requires a lot. I, I love to laugh and say, if you want the ultimate personal development course, start your own business because everything that challenges you personally, whether it's procrastination or avoiding conflict or you know, whatever it is that, it, that is holding you back personally will be presented and you will get to deal with it every day as an entrepreneur until you resolve and overcome and, and transform that behavior into something that's useful. Brilliant. So let me ask you the second half of the question. If you could have a conversation with 88-year-old Katrina, who is just getting ready to do uh, holographic Zoom, like the world has to change in the next few years, holographic Zoom with her daughter and grandson. What would you ask Katrina, 88 years old? Would I ask Katrina, the, the Katrina at 88, the question I would ask, um, how could you have had more fun? Fun, fun and joy. I love yeah. those two pillars. I don't, I don't think, Arjun, that they're exclusive to business success. Mm -hmm. we, uh, we construct all of our relationships in our business around our core values. Number one is kindness. Mm -hmm. Number two is respect. And then it's really a mix in the order after, after number one. I, because I feel like if you're kind, you can have respect. If you're kind, you have open-hearted communication if you're kind, you have integrity or you can have integrity. So it really starts with kindness. But fun is also one of our core values. And I think, you know, as you're talking about, I think living those core values as you and your team do is so important because you and I both know that there's so many businesses who have these amazing posters of core values which come out during annual meetings or something and rest of the time, you know, dust gathers on them. But you, with your spirit, living that every day is priceless. So, you know, I just want to understand a little bit more about how you work. Because success, 
like yours, which is repeated, ongoing, doesn't happen without ongoing processes. Is there a routine or a ritual that you're comfortable sharing when you wake up first thing in the morning or the last thing you do when you're wrapping up your workday? Okay, thank you. So I'm a big morning person. I wake up wide awake. I, I'm up very early at 4.30 in the morning, five o'clock in the morning. I have a committed meditation practice. I take my beloved CFO, Cecil Roy, out for a hike in the hills. We get some fresh air. We spend time with nature. And I, I think about my day. I come back in, have shower, dress, have a, have a green smoothie, and get to my desk. We have all, my entire team has worked remotely uh, for the last 13 years. And so the commute is pretty easy and, uh, and, and pretty great. And what's the last thing do you do when you're wrapping up your day? I would like to say I do this all the time. What I ideally would like to do, and I do many days, is recap the day and celebrate my successes. I learned that very early in this business from a, a beloved and trusted coach. <clears throat> Excuse me. She very quickly pointed out that I was very hard on myself and very drivey. And she insisted that we start every call with the three things that I'd done really well between the two meetings. And that really created a habit for me of just pausing and breathing and giving myself a big pat on the back and recognizing what I'd, what I'd done well, what I'd done right. So this is a fascinating conversation and we could talk for a course, a few more hours, but if we have to wrap it right now, is there anything that I haven't talked about that you want to share with our audience? Well, I, I think that you touched on it early in the conversation that bringing in outside talent, bringing in a speaker for an annual convention or a trainer or a regional roadshow. I mean, bringing franchisees together is the franchisor's opportunity to help them fall back in love with the brand. And so that experience should be, should be a just engaging, informative, exciting, uh, educational experience for those franchisees. And I am really blessed in that we get to work with franchise brands who always put their franchisees first because they're looking for excellent, knowledgeable experts to help their franchisees. So we don't work with a lot of brands who would never invest in the success of their franchisees. They would never call us. They would never hire a speaker. So I think from that aspect, we're just really blessed because we work with these amazing, conscious, authentic, kind experts. And then we work with clients who have their franchisee success upfront first and foremost. So it's just a, it's a great, way to wake up and go to work every day. I don't 
think you can call it work. The way you are smiling and you're describing that, I don't think it is work, but I'm glad you are doing this. You know, what I found is in every business, Zen Mango, we call that the proprietary thing is we are in the feeling business. Each one of us want to make our clients and customers feel good, but not many of us succeed. And we have a four-step process, which I think you epitomize. The four-step process is because we are humans, think human, sorry, be human, think human, feel human, and then act. In your case, you started as a franchisee. And as I described in your bio, you felt the good and you felt when somebody didn't connect, how disheartened a franchisee feels, like feeling the wow and feeling the downs made you understand the impact you could have made. Yes. Second, this part is shamelessly pitching franchise speakers is in any business, finding somebody who has felt the pain by being in your shoes is important, but more important, somebody puts their vision and passion, franchisee speakers in their name, which I think is very powerful because that shows commitment. It's like a tattoo on your forehead by saying, I care about franchisees and only franchisees. And those are two really cool branding insights I'm taking from this. I, Trina, I, you are awesome. I wish you, your CFO and your mom, incredible life ahead. Lots of joy that you're bringing us comes to you. And again, thank you for an amazing conversation. Thank you so much for having me as a guest, Arjun. It's my absolute pleasure. Thank you all for listening to this fascinating conversation. Okay. I knew a little bit about Katrina before, okay. but I had no clue that the whole conversation will go to the higher level of joy and happiness. I was expecting a very corporate discussion by saying 18 steps to make this happen is the following. But then I realized there's this person who even forgets that she works hard. It's really fun, joy and play, but adding value. Thank you again. Thank you all for listening and looking forward to another conversation with another leader from another walk of life and bringing it to you real soon. Thank you. You've been listening to Secrets to Win Big with Arjun Sen, founder and CEO of Zen Mango, top brand growth driver and a former Fortune 500 executive who has been called one of the most marketing intelligent minds in the business. To learn more, visit www.zenmango.com. Share this podcast with your friends and subscribe wherever you like to listen to podcasts. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.